What up, party people? It's time for another installment of the Baby Got Bot podcast. And in this episode, I'm sharing breaking news about the Messenger platform rule changes, talking about new notification API that Facebook just announced, and I'm answering community and listener questions about the rule changes. My name is Kelly Noble Mirabella, and I want to thank you so much for tuning in. Before we jump into today's episode, I have a quick word from our sponsor. All right, friends, there was an important update that was just announced in regards to the date in which the changes to the Facebook Messenger platform rules will take place. It was initially slated to go into effect on January 15th, 2020, but Facebook just yesterday, they made an announcement that they would be postponing that change until March 4th, 2020. According to an announcement from Facebook titled Listening to Our Community, Messenger provides more time to adapt to new policies and announcement one-time notification API. Woo, that's a title. Facebook has done something they rarely do. They listened. (laughs) Well, here's what they had to say in the first part of their announcement. And I quote, today we are sharing a new effective date for the policy changes that we announced on August 29th, 2019 to give developers and businesses additional time to prepare for the policies and incorporate new messaging features. Very interesting, right? Anyways, they go on to say the policy changes will now go into effect March 4, 2020. Based off feedback from our community, we identified additional use cases aligned with our policy principles that were not covered under the original set of message tags. We are extending the effective date of the policy changes to give messenger businesses and developers time to implement the new API before the new policy takes effect. Now, just as a reminder, the changes that Facebook is referring to are a revised standard messaging window, which updated or standard messaging window goes from 24 plus one to just 24. Also, two, uh, streamlined message tags. So instead of there were 17 tags, now they're going down to four tags. We're going to be looking at the post-purchase update, event reminders, account updates, and the human agent, which is coming down the pipeline. And then finally, the news messaging beta, which is previously referred to, you might have known it as subscription messaging. Only news organizations who have successfully registered their pages through the Facebook news page index can apply to be a part of the news messaging beta. Uh, We introduced, this is what Facebook says, we've introduced these changes since some of the businesses were using subscription messaging in ways that weren't in line with our policies. Shame on those marketers, right? So now you have until March 4th, 2020 to get all of your chatbots in order and start making changes to ensure that you're not only compliant uh, come March 4th, but also start taking steps to build out multi and omni-channel processes so you can have all your your eggs in different baskets and not rely 100% on Messenger, which is just good marketing if you ask me. 
Now, along with this change date announcement, Facebook goes on to announce the rollout of a new type of message API, stating, quote, we've received feedback from our community that some messages like price alerts, back in stock alerts, and tickets now available for sale are valuable for people and businesses. That's why we're planning to launch a new API, which would support use cases where someone has explicitly requested to receive a one-time, I'm going to repeat that, one-time notification from a business. Notifications that are time-sensitive and personally relevant. And they're going to announce more information about that new API in February 2020. The one-time notification API is not a replacement for subscriptions. Unlike subscriptions, where a business can send multiple message over time to people in that reoccurring way, the one-time notification is limited and the business will only be able to send out a single message per user request. If the person engages with the message, the standard messaging window will open, which is your 24-hour rule, by the way. Standard, standard message window is the 24-hour rule. It is yet to be seen how this notification will be used but I recommend all marketing friends to hold the applause because this new API does not look like it's going to be for purposes of marketing. So I know what you're thinking, no. <laughs> and users will have to continually opt in to receive each additional notification. So until we get the full details in February, I personally am going to play it coy and not put too much energy into being excited over this new feature. I'm sure it's gonna be awesome for many use cases, but so yeah, I'm not going to be too concerned about that. Uh, not yet, at least. Now, many have asked how they can prepare for the changes to the platform policy, especially now that we've been gifted with more time to get ready. So let's kind of go through some of the things you can do right now to prepare. Number one, you should be using the tools that ManyChat has built into the Flow Builder to check for compliance. You can find this tool in the upper right corner below where the publishing button is in the Flow Builder. Make sure all your message blocks have been tagged with the appropriate tags. And if it's within the 24 hour standard messaging, it would be the other tag. And if you're not familiar with the tags I'm speaking of, I would highly recommend you go listen to my previous episodes when I broke down all the rule changes and the messaging tags. You can also check out the baby got bot YouTube channel at youtube.com forward slash stellar 24 seven, where I have a video that is actually currently pinned at the top and talks about all the tags and compliance to be aware of. Now, number two, you need to start building out call to actions and ways to get messenger subscribers to opt into your other channels. Now, for me personally, it would be email, my Facebook group, and SMS. And that is, by the way, in order of importance to me, to my business goals. Always ask users to opt into other channels if you plan to communicate with them more in the future. So in all your flows, have something that drives them into your other channels. Uh, number three, create custom and lookalike audiences from your messenger subscriber list and use them for remarketing with Facebook ads. It's huge. Like this is an engaged audience that we're talking about. Use those custom audiences and your 
your conversions will be higher for your ads and the price of your ads will be less expensive because you're using audiences that are already warm. And what's warmer than people who have been chatting with your business, seriously. All right, number four, and I think this one's really important, and that is clean your list. That's right. If you have given users every opportunity to opt into email and SMS and they just don't want to do it, there's really no point in carrying that subscriber in your account. I mean, they can always re-opt in. There's no one saying they can't do that. So take that list of people who just don't want to budge, they just are kind of sitting there, and delete them. Scrub that list. Create a custom audience for your remarketing and then scrub away. Remember, always, the numbers don't matter if the people don't care. Now that we've covered these changes and some of the tips for prepping yourself, let's take some time to answer some community questions. All right, I had a question here from Sarah and her question is, is it okay to reply to users via live chat even though the 24 hours has passed already? And for those of you who are not familiar, live chat is the inbox that is inside of ManyChat and it does use the API. It's not native, it's the API inside of ManyChat, but it's an inbox. And my answer is currently you should not be using live chat after the 24 hours has passed. However, Facebook will be opening up the human agent tag, which is in beta currently, which ManyChat has already stated that they will be getting access to shortly. This will give you the ability to respond inside a live chat for up to seven days later. Also note that the Facebook business page inbox, the native one, does not fall under the same API rules. So if you find yourself in needing to respond to someone outside of that allotted time, you can always just go to the native inbox and respond to them and you're not gonna be breaking any rules. All right, next question comes from JC. JC wants to know, can I ask if my subscriber is interested in upcoming offline event schedule and they opt in for the event, but they miss the event but they say they are interested for upcoming free sharing. Uh, can we still send messages to them after 24 hours? The answer is when it comes to the confirmed event reminder tag, which is what you would use to tell people about your event, we can only use this tag for people who have opted in or better yet registered for that specific event. This means if you wanna send information about an event the user has not yet registered for, then you will need to rely on the 24 hour rule or sponsored messages. Additionally, another strategy you can try is to get them to opt into SMS and or email for these sort of no notifications. Just kind of set the tone at the beginning. Hey, if you want to know about these future event or what have you, you know, let us know how you would prefer to be notified email or SMS. Don't even give them messenger as an option. Just get them to opt into their preferred way to be notified. All right, the next question comes from Sue. And Sue asks, what is the value of ManyChat or any other similar platform if broadcast and sequences are essentially a no-go moving forward? And here is my reply. First of all, <laughs> broadcast and sequences are still handy features that can be used under the new rules and changes. I personally use sequences as a way to follow up on actions that users take within the 24-hour rule. For example, if a user were to share something from inside of my bot, and actually I have a video on my YouTube channel to show you how to set up share features in that way inside your bot, so it's pretty handy, check that out. But I can then send them immediately to a sequence that will fire, let's say, a minute after they share, and either it could be a simple thanks for sharing, 
or I can unlock bonus contents because they have shared and I can kind of send them to another flow at that point. This is a great way to create a viral loop in your chatbot. But back to your original question, many chat can be used to build funnels, seamlessly make it easy for users to buy, schedule, get information, and so much more. You can register people for events, take payments, you can send users confirmations for their purchases, you can use it to help build your communities and your brand. I'm not gonna lie, every time I see this question, and I see it a lot these days, I kinda have to laugh because there are way too many ways to use ManyChat right now, and even with these rule changes, even in the future, and I, I just don't even have time to t list them all. There's just so many ways. But keep these two things in mind. Number one, ManyChat has plans to integrate with WhatsApp, Instagram, and iMessage, just to name a few, making ManyChat one of the most powerful omni-channel platform tools that you can find at a fraction of the price if you try to do it all with different channels and different tools. And then number two, I would challenge you to think about how you build out your funnels, sell your products, and get butts and seats at your events, and all the other things that you do without bots, and then I would challenge you to work backwards. How can a chatbot help with those activities? Chances are that a chatbot can help speed up the process and give you better, more accurate data and doing this all the while frictionless so that it makes it easy for the users to convert. All right, we have time for one more question today and this comes from Pepe. If I send a reminder within the 24 hours with a button with a promotional content and the subscriber the subscriber presses the outside, uh, sorry, presses the button outside of the 24 hours from his last interaction. Will I be breaking the rules? So in other words, you send the message within the 24 hours, but the end user doesn't open or click until after. And the answer is no, you're not breaking the rules. The rules are used for when the message is sent out, not when the user opens, reads, or takes action. I hope that was helpful. Well, there you have it, gang. I hope you found today's episode of the Baby Got Bot podcast useful. If you wanna take an even deeper dive, I invite you to go join the Baby Got Bot Facebook group at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash Baby Got Bot, or just search Baby Got Bot on Facebook and join the community. I had a ton of trainings and resources in the group for you to access totally free. Plus, there's an amazing community of bot shots willing to help you get better at this whole dang thing. If you enjoy the podcast, please don't forget to leave that five-star review and share with a friend. Thank you so much for listening, and I'll catch you next time.